Hello and welcome to St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Father Casey. And this is Barrett. Whoa, Barrett <laughs> Mahoney on the podcast. I know. At long last. Barrett, um, it was actually Barrett's idea for us to do a podcast. And she um, came up with the idea and pitched it and I bought all the stuff. And then it took her like three months to be on it. <laughs> yep. That happens. Um, but it's such a joy to finally have you with us, Barrett. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Father. It's good to be here. A little nervous because this is the first podcast that I'm recording that people aren't going to edit out the weird things that I say. Oh, yeah. No, we, we are <laughs> full on weird here. We don't edit anything. In fact, we don't edit false starts. But here, if Father Christopher Seiler can do a podcast, I'm sure you'll be way better. Can I tell you a story about my first podcasting experience? Yeah, why don't you? And then I will uh, take a sip of coffee while you do that. Great. Um, so it was my senior year of college. I was at a focus conference. Um, I think it was SLS, which doesn't exist anymore, but needed to give that Rest little focus Rest in peace, plug. SLS. Rest in RIP SLS. Yeah, rip SLS. But anyways, the missionary that was discipling me um, was asked to do an interview with like... I don't know. One of those. What's what's the big one? The big Catholic group that everyone loves. Focus. No, 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 no. Um, Catholic match. No. <laughs> EWTN. So. EWTN. Oh, yeah. Oh, just EWTN. <laughs> Nothing major. Just EWTN. Anyways, so we're doing that. We did this interview kind of thing and they asked me my testimony and I just like went on this rant about like going on a mission trip and like all of these things that I realized were like sins in my life that like I had to you know cut out like when I moved back or like went back home half the podcast was deleted <laughs> we are an uncensored podcast so we don't delete <laughs> anything unless we delete the entire episode so please don't make us do that <laughs> don't say anything that's going to cause us to have to cut out the whole episode i make no promises you know that. we could probably talk to julia and sheila they're our editing wizards um we gotta get zach weiner in here too to help us learn what all these dials do he and i talked about it we don't i don't know what any of the dials do so we just change it every podcast and try to see if something works we have no idea but maybe julia and sheila or zach can can learn how to um edit and then we'll but i don't know my thought is when you're editing something, you should totally, it shouldn't look good if you're clearly editing something out. Like if you want it to look good, but we're kind of ratchet. So we just, I mean, we don't, we don't need to look, just embrace the awkward. So like you'll have, it'll be a, when we edit out some, when you say something foolish, we'll just like put a Ronald Reagan PSA in there or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's less about saying something foolish and more about saying something that just shouldn't be said. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Well, I'm very excited because um, so there's a game that we play during the podcast normally that no one who listens sees, but it's that I normally pour a cup of coffee before the podcast and try to drink it throughout the podcast, but I end up talking too much, and so often I don't. So my little game is to see if so if you tell more stories, I can have more coffee, and um, that'd be great if you just say like, "Yep, mm-hmm, yep." Then that coffee is going to be ice cold in but 24 minutes. But then I get to finish my coffee. Yeah. That's so really the game is who finishes their coffee first? Or is it just you playing of do you finish your coffee? Normally games that I play don't involve other people. They're just my internal games for how to get through life. But um, but you can play too if you want. Sharing is caring. Great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, so um, yeah, it was your idea. Started a podcast. My first podcasting experience was um, when I was on a Good Catholic podcast, which is a Good Catholic podcast. And I kicked over a glass of wine uh, all over the carpet. But we re-recorded in the middle of the day, so we don't have wine. We and that's coffee. why you'll never hear a podcast from Father, myself, and Zach Wainer. Because many glasses of wine would be kicked over. A few. Many bottles of wine, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? We figure it all out. Did your headphone just pop a little? <laughs> no, that was me reacting. Oh, no, my headphone just popped a little. I don't... I, I don't know. Yep. And then... um. So well, we'll see what happens. So today, Barrett, I want to talk a little bit um, about conversion and and what conversion is and what is that like? Is a conversion like a a one off thing or is it like a daily conversion or what? Uh, basically, Shannon just texted us this topic like five minutes ago. So <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna go. We're gonna let Shannon pick the topic as long as she listens. Yeah, conversion. Do you want me to just like start telling you what I think? I'll drink more of my coffee. Go for it. Great. Okay. So on the topic of conversion, here's the thing here. I just, I also need to make a disclaimer that there is no way <laughs> that I speak for all of focus and there's no way I speak for all of the Catholic church and our Lord, but you know, we just roll with it. Great. So, and just like to cast a little vision here of this podcast, vision casting <laughs> level 34. Um, oh, can we play D and D again? <laughs> I was thinking that that would be a great thing if we could play Barrett and I and Michael <laughs> and a few students played Dungeons and Dragons and she was a princess and I was a pirate and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So to vision cast for this podcast, um, this came about from Father Casey and I essentially sharing our hot takes cons- like constantly. And so, yeah, we we really are just spitting out our hot takes here. So now Barrett, for some of our maybe middle-aged or elderly audience, um, what is a hot take? A hot take is a controversial personal opinion that may be sprinkled with truth, beauty, and goodness, um, but probably has a little bit too much of our own personal will in there. Are you a millennial? Technically, yes. Technically, you're a millennial. I am a millennial. We've discussed this before, right? Because I'm definitely a millennial. Yeah, yeah. How I do millennial things. I think I have Gen Z tendencies because that's who I work with. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely a millennial. I'm a hardcore millennial. And part of the millennial thing is to be critical of other generations, particularly boomers, um, even though we, we owe a lot. And it's, but it's just a millennial thing. And it's not good. It's actually it's a bad tendency in millennials. So I don't think I share all of that. Um, as a priest, a lot of my friends are from the boomer generation because <laughs> that just happens to be when a lot more priests are from. But it is, um, but it millennial, I think hot take is a very millennial thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think Gen Z has the, the energy to do a hot take or, the, or the brain power sometimes. No, nope, um, they're, they're too locked in on their phone screens to yeah. have a hot take. They just repost the Other millennials hot, hot takes. Yeah, that's it. Gen Z is just cashing in yeah. on the millennials thought out opinions. So I think hot takes are very millennial. Because millennials thing. really think out all of their opinions. Oh, we do it out loud <laughs> and in public and in messy ways. And we don't really think about the consequences of what we say a lot of times. We just say things. and Which they, is the perfect way to sum up this podcast. We are not thinking about anything that we're saying. No. <laughs> we're just talking to microphones, recording it, and people listen. Yeah. So I mean, conversion. some people, like five or six people listen. 
So, yes, you speak only, uh, disclaimer, all Barrett's opinions are purely Barrett's and have nothing to do with the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, St. Francis Catholic, the Catholic Church, our Lord and Savior, or anyone. But all. hoping that I have enough of a Catholic worldview to where I'm not going to spit out heresy. Oh, I'm the heresy police. If you Great. spit out heresy, I will gladly tell you. And that I is. will gladly receive the graces that will come from me being humbled by you on this podcast in front of your two listeners. Three, sometimes. The third is me. <laughs> it was me listening <laughs> to it to prep for this. <laughs> <laughs> You were listening. I thought you were listening because you liked it, not just to prep. Anyways, so conversion. <laughs> nice dodge. Okay, so conversion. Um. So okay, I think the thing on conversion is, yeah, just like very generally conversion, right? It's it's where you're, yeah, converting your beliefs. You're like rethinking. You're recognizing like a place maybe where you're living wrongly or living in a way that you just like want to change. Right. And so you can have conversions to many things. Um, I think a very popular conversion that people have some point between turning 21 and 24 is a conversion from gross, sweet wines to, you know, a nice like dry red. Would you agree with that? Like a Chateauneuf de Pop. Yeah. 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 That's not gross. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, it'd have to be sometime after 21 when they start That's drinking. why I said between 21 and 24. They stop drinking the junk and they have yeah, ni- yeah, a nice wine. You know, you're in your senior year of college, you're probably drinking something kind of gross. Like Coca-Cola. Oh, senior year of college. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. College. And, and then, you know, you like graduate and you start trying, because you're a millennial, you're not caring about, you know, your credit card bill or anything, right? Um, so you start like going to these bougie cocktail bars and you're getting the like gross sweet things and just realizing that you don't, you know, but someone judges you enough. Right. There is a gross a sweet wine that we uh, had when at, at a particular parish I served in that they, um, they would buy it and it, it would come in like a two gallon jug and it's like any wine that you're buying two gallons at a time probably is. A little rough. It was sweet. It was really sweet. But then at some point, someone introduced you to a nice, maybe it was a, you know, like maybe we'll ease into it. Maybe it was a Malbec to warm you up. And then eventually got to the, to the cab salve before you start realized which sort of French region specific things that you liked father. Um, but someone walked with you and probably at first you were like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's a little rough. It's very different than what I'm used to. But like eventually you you were sold out and you can't drink that gross Moscato anymore. Am I right? Yeah, I don't quite even know what Moscato is, but I can't drink it. Yeah. So and I think that there is a very similar thing with particularly conversion <laughs> to Jesus Christ and his church. Um, and I've kind of made this joke about myself. Like th- where I've compared myself to a cab salve where I'm like, at first you really don't know what you th- think about it. But eventually after you get through the the kind of bluntness and flavor and that long finish that makes you think a little bit differently, you're like, oh, maybe I do like her. <laughs> and the same thing I think could be said for the church. Wow. That's mm-hmm. deep. That's a lot deeper than we've ever gone <laughs> on this podcast. Mm. 
I yeah. That's great. I like it. Keep it coming. Yeah. Well, Way we're, to go, Cab Sav. <laughs> this is we are. This is a new. We have just been the sweet junk wine Catholic, <laughs> uh, St. Francis Catholic chat. But now you are you're busting out the analogy. Yeah, I'm bringing you guys to the deep end. No floaties on. No floaties. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but maybe a tubi. Nope. Nothing. Not after this podcast. Whoa. All um, right, going to the deep end. Barrett is just kicking <laughs> us out of the shallow end where all the fun is. <laughs> Anyways, so, but like, yeah, with conversion, I think, honestly, if I'm, let me like think this out loud here and That's don't what judge this podcast, me. Okay, great. Yeah, no ju- judgment for you. Everyone who's listening will be judging you, but most of them <laughs> haven't met you, so it's okay. And half of them are you and I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other one is your uncle. <laughs> uncle David, another shout out. I love it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's like, okay, so as a missionary, right, like my job is to evangelize campus somehow, right? And it's like through small group Bible studies, um, we're like, we're trying to facilitate this encounter. And then there's like other things, right, that we're doing to facilitate an encounter. Here on campus right now, um, we're doing outdoor movies every Wednesday, hoping to like watch good movies that like spark conversation to actually talk about Jesus. Right. Or like whether it be something like, um, I mean, Thursday nights, we're just grilling outside, just inviting people into like a very normal, like authentic community and like trying to create that. But most people have been baptized and, and I, and this is the part that I like get too much maybe in my head about, but I'm like with like, especially in the topic of conversion, it's like, should that have been someone's conversion? Like, can you right, call that a right, conversion? Right. Like Absolutely. for an infant who's baptized? Yeah, I don't think you could call it a conversion. I mean, it's an objective conversion mm-hmm. in that they were in a state of sin and they go to a state of grace. So there's an actual change that is happening in them spiritually. Um, so it's an objective conversion in that sense, but it's probably not a personal conversion. There's no act of the will going on in there. Right. So then when we get to the point where someone say like, I don't know, like say they're in college just because we're working with like college ministry. And I mean, I'll talk about, yeah, that podcast, the the topic of the podcast that I was then kind of X'd out of. Um, (laughs) Don't (laughs) worry. We're not going to X you out of this one. As long as you keep talking close to the microphone. Okay. Um, (laughs) But I'm thinking of like, yeah, so I go on this mission trip. I'm there in the middle of nowhere, Indonesia. I'm sleeping on the ground. I wake up with bugs on my face every day. I don't understand anything anyone is saying. So, sounds to like me. sounds like my time in Waterbury. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Um, and I've like, it's also like on this trip was I was super sick. Went to like four hospitals in two different countries, like whatever. But it was like actually a place where I had real freedom because I wasn't near my phone. I I didn't use my phone once in a month, like not even to take photos. And I wasn't with, you know, friends who are good friends, but you know, like also were lacking like a deeper conversion, not lacking a conversion completely. Right. Like we were, we were all baptized. We're all like, like if we're, if we're just going to look at that. Um, and but like I remember getting back to the to the U.S. and flying in at L.A. and looking out and seeing the billboards and just being like, this is disgusting. I don't want to be here because all the billboards are selling are like, get drunk, 
like hook up with random people you need more money and you like need to buy all these like really expensive things but who needs to spend five thousand dollars on a purse that makes no sense and then like i don't know it's it's things like that and like um, right there's a there's a lack of fulfillment that those things by their very nature give us and when you when you start tasting the deeper happiness it just that that stuff doesn't doesn't satisfy anymore right and the analogy that like yeah that jesus was really showing me there was kind of i just was thinking like i don't want to live here i'd rather live in this village in indonesia for the rest of my life like and jesus was showing me you know like you you have been drinking the living water. You have been drinking this like clear, free of, you know, whatever sort of vice and sin happens on the college campus. And I was like free enough to see like, oh, just because I'm 21, I can't get drunk. Oh, just because I'm or like like that doesn't mean that I can get drunk. Like right. I can't right, right. like just because I live on my own doesn't mean I can do whatever I want. Like things like that. Right. Right. right, right. And that like moved something in me to where I was like, everyone has to live like this. Like, and I was already like in discipleship and focus. I was already, and like doing good things. I was leading a Bible study. I was already like a young life leader working with middle school students, like, like with the goal of, you know, like teaching them about Jesus and like, so that they can be saved or whatever. And like, and since high school, I had been, I, I learned how to pray in high school. A, a priest at my parish taught me how to pray Lexio Divina and how to like go to the chapel every day and like pray there and be with Jesus in the, you know, in, in the Eucharist. And, um, but like th- something different happened, like a different kind of conversion that like, even though I was already like moving towards bringing others to him and it was very natural, like it was like a shoot, this is everyone. Right. Yeah. And so that's the kind of conversion that I think, even though this is already a really long podcast that I want to like hone in on. How do people go from just being like, this is a nice thing that I have in my heart. Like the book, what do you do with an idea? Like, this is a nice little like idea and this is really good for me. And I see it actually being good for other people, but to the point where it's like, I will do whatever it takes to not just reach the entire campus of Central Connecticut State University to where like I need people to like reach the entire Archdiocese of Hartford to the whole state of Connecticut to all of New England to the entire United States of America to the whole freaking world. Like how do we do that? Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So um, I'm almost done with my coffee. (laughs) Game one. No, it, um, I totally agree. Now, I've got a few thoughts on that, which is that first is when we talk about conversion, it means that we, we can't just talk about I've converted and mm-hmm. it's like it's over. Like that's something I did. Right. Like when did you convert? Well, I've converted a few times today, right? Anytime. San Jose Maria would say I, I live the, pro- the parable of the prodigal son a hundred times each day. Right, that a hundred times every day he was like running away from the father and coming back to the father, and so convert it, maybe. Who hot take? Maybe <laughs> this is why I don't know if I like the word reversion. Some people mm. use the word reversion for when they kind of restarted practicing the Catholic faith. I had my reversion, uh, and well, maybe I mean so. 
Uh, so reversion means turn it. Yeah, I think it's. But it, wouldn't a restart be like it's it's it ended and I come I've come back. But that's conversion anyway. All conversion is I have to get back to something that was lost, namely um, that I, I need to turn away from sin and and live the gospel. And whether I've ever possessed the gospel or not, I would actually say probably most people haven't. Most people, you can't actually, you, you actually probably haven't heard the gospel if you have not been moved by it. Say that one more time. You probably haven't actually heard the gospel if you have not been moved by it. Try to do the same inflections. But no, there's a, real, there's a reality there too. Because like the Second Vatican Council, which we're going through the documents on Friday nights, talks about how um, if you know that the Catholic Church was established by Jesus Christ and leave or refuse to enter it, you cannot be saved. But I would say in that many people don't, they've never received the authentic teaching of the church. They've never heard the gospel authentically. They're not rejecting the gospel. They're rejecting like a cartoon image of it. And therefore, you can't say like people who have left, all these people who have left the Catholic Church, this is a big thing now post-COVID, like people aren't coming back. Well, they're not coming back because they never actually heard the gospel. You never had them. They were never there. They were physically there, but you never, you haven't lost them. You, you just, you never had them. And so there's a lot of people in our churches still, even ones that are coming back, that we still don't have. We don't have them. They, they, it's a, they're there for cultural reasons. They're there for comfort. They're there be, what a, you know, they're because it's just habit. But have they actually been converted? Have they actually converted? Have they really come back um, to God and had that life-changing experience. So what are you saying then are like, I don't know, kind of like not steps towards conversion, but like fruits of conversion. Like what would you, and I, I don't mean like fruit, like, okay, this person has now converted 20 other people. Cause that, I mean, that could be a fruit, right? But that, like, that would actually be. Yeah, but in that, it's about you. That's more about you, and you got to get over yourself and your own pride. If it's all about how many people have you converted, I was just having this conversation with a friend who was really upset that somebody that they were working with, um, it ended up going to someone else. The um, credit. And that person, like, they started working with this person, and the person, like, I wasn't really into it, and so they started with this person, started working with someone else. That's and a whole different hot take than where I was going. Yeah, no, no, no. But the, <laughs> the point is, if, if your conversion becomes about me and my success, I'm a successful evangelist because of your conversion. It becomes about me. That's bad. So let's right. just, we'll get, we'll get okay. into that in so, a different But topic. what I'm asking That'll for is talk. like, what would then be those like, those signs of this so, person is like Well, first, it's, you got to have a personal conversion, right? You got to personally. But um, how do you know that? Like how... Well, you got to, ju- uh, how do you know that you've personally converted? Like if, I but mean, I guess you if you as a happen. priest, right, are like I looking at. I mean, it's not like, because it's not a thing where you can say it's done, right? Every single day you have to be converting and converting, beginning and beginning again, right? It's every single day um, that you can just, either you can choose. And now it's in this path of holiness, either, I remember, um, <laughs> And it, it's maybe it's a, a bad sign of where I am, or maybe not. I don't know. Like I remember in seminary when I was intensely studying and really like looking at at some long thousand, twelve hundred page novels and just being like, I don't have time for like who has time to read like these fantasy novels? And now I'm just like devouring them. Now I just love them, right? Because I'm not spending as much time reading theology. That I've gone back to the cheap wine. The you know it, now there's something that's 
because I'm trying to watch less TV and because there's less community around, like in the seminary, there'd be a lot more time spent in the community. And because mm-hmm. that's not the reality for a diocesan priest in 2021, that it's better to read than to binge Netflix. Yeah, right? I don't think that's you returning to the cheap wine. I think that's actually you being smart and going to Costco and getting the Kirkland signature versions of the different wines so that you can better appreciate like what that style of wine is. I'll take it. Okay. Anyway, so no, no, no but, no, I, but I, think, I think conversion need... There. Okay, so conversion, every day we need to be converting, right? Every day I need to recognize that I'm not perfect. I have... Um, you're giving me a look. Well, yeah, I'm getting a look. You're, you're getting a look because you're, you're telling a story to answer my question that doesn't end. So like what I think that you're saying is like the sign of someone who has had a conversion and like actually been moved by the gospel is that when they fall, they get back up and they see that they fell and that they continue to get back up and that it's... No, I don't think it has to do with falls. I think we could talk about conversion with falls, but I think that if we just stick conversion with fall, that it is, um, it doesn't... I don't mean like fall is in like, shoot, now I'm a mortal sin again. I mean, fall is in like, you're, but, you're like riding your bike for the first time without like training no, wheels. No, I think and that you, you could just have been going through life in a type of malaise and not caring and you need, a, you need to convert from that to, to begin in the first place. It's not like I was doing something and I stopped. I was riding my bike and I fell. This is like, I've been walking and now I need to get on a bike. This is not, so like if I've been living a shallow, superficial life, conversion means getting on the bike of the gospel. Mm. Not that I recognize that I've been on the bike and have fallen off. I think for a lot of people, they've never been on the dang bike, right? They've just been walking the whole time or even worse, standing still. It's like, why aren't I moving? I'm standing still. Like, yeah, you're standing still. Get it, get moving. You got to start doing something. Right, right, right. I'm talking about though when those things come up that you hate in your heart and you're like, oh, I suck. Uh, maybe this is just a me thing then, but like, and thinking that you're just like constantly in this cycle, but like instead recognizing like, oh no, this keeps coming up because Jesus is healing something in me because I've chosen him, because I'm choosing to not just stand here, but walk, run, bike. Maybe finally I bought a car, you know, and I'm really like getting there. Yeah. Okay. I'm down for that. So some signs <laughs> of that would have to be a, um, when you, when you encounter something good, you want to share it. Like there's a natural, when you encounter something good or something, so when something moves you generally, now I don't know if this is the case, we're going to do a whole nother podcast. Um, and so, so, okay. Inside, um, <laughs> scope between, um, how Barrett and I relate is that, um, Barrett was secretly having notes every time we would meet <laughs> and I never knew it. I thought it was just an organic conversation and she would actually have notes and an agenda. And I'd be like, look at this is so natural. This is so good. This is how meetings are supposed to be. And meanwhile, she's like actually going off of an agenda. And when I found that out like a year after it was happening, I'm just like, I felt so betrayed. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you felt betrayed. A little bit. I thought it was more natural, <laughs> but that's cool. It, it, you kept it was at, natural. It, it, I mean, it's like the church. The church is systematic and organic, right? Somewhere in the catechism, it says that in like the first 40 paragraphs. Are you sure? Systematic I'm, and organic? It's something like that. Like there's like All a right. system to it, but it does have Somebody Google that and email us and let us know if that's true. Dana Knight, you're not listening, but you should... Just text me right now what it is. Yeah, you're not listening because this hasn't been posted, so you can't <laughs> say right now. Like, right now is a very relative thing with the podcast. This isn't going to be up for who knows how long, whenever someone gets around to editing it and post We're already a day late. But anyway, 
<laughs> can you put in a note that we should do a different podcast about Peter and Paul evangelical styles? Shannon and I had a great talk <laughs> about that, and I really want to dive into that in a podcast. So that'll be a different Peter thing. Peter v. Paul 2020. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, the, are you familiar with that, that analogy for different people's styles for evangelization? Okay, um, well, we'll get there. Okay. So, but the point is, when you've encountered something good, you want to share it. No, we talked about this because I'm naturally a spreader and some. Yeah, we talked about it in like different terms. Right. I can't remember our terms. Conversion had, to spiritual multiplication. Yeah, conversion like to spiritual or multiplication. Conversion to mission. Something conversion like that. to mission, right? Okay. Anyway, we. Um, totally lost my train of thought uh no so when you encounter something good you want to share it right like you really like this is really good i want to share it and the deeper you you see i don't think we need to teach i don't think we need to teach people how to spread something that they love this is going to get into the peter paul topic so maybe we'll have to table it but i think that like when you've encountered a truth in a deep and real way it changes you and then you can't help but spread it but it's not even just that you like tell people about it. It's that you like want to experience it with them. Right? Like maybe. I I don't know. I've been watching a particular show on a streaming service that I really enjoy and I've been telling people about it. Um, but it has I don't really want to watch it with them because I don't want to waste really? the time rewatching okay. it. Do you know the show High School Musical, the musical, the series? Yes, we watched that together once. So when Kira and I first watched it, Kira is my teammate. Shout out to Kira. We'll get her we, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we first watched it together. And then we made our other teammate, Kevin, watch it with us. So we'd already watched Poor two episodes. Kevin. And then we made him watch two episodes with us. Like, we rewatched it. And then our friends, Olivia and Julia, came over. And we rewatched those episodes with them. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen the first episodes of Stranger Things like 11 times. Because I keep introducing people to Stranger Things. And we just always watch the first episode. Yeah, but I, I, I'm using this as an example of like when you like really like something, you're going to do it with them because you also want to learn more um, or like learn it better. So so here's the problem as we go to the 30 minute mark. Um, here's <laughs> the problem that we're going to have. Barrett is like regular co-host now. This We're going to have so <laughs> much fun. I'm the host and she's the co-host. No, that's a joke. Get it? Because we're both co-hosts. A co-host nice, is yeah. like an actual like co-host. That was, co-host. That was a Michael Scott yeah i'm the host you're the Mm -hmm. co-host which makes me who in the office oh you're dwight no you're pam you are pam i am way more pam yeah you're definitely you're definitely pam um but i think we're gonna have to here here's the problem (laughs) that i think it's easy to conflate conversion and mission and that if we do that, we end up talking too much about the practicalities of mission mm-hmm. and not about actual personal conversion. So if you want to talk about actual conversion, I think what you experienced in Indonesia was an actual personal conversion. You should thank God for it. Um, I think that if we too much wrap it up into, well, now you have to mission this. Well, that's not what that I'm saying, it, it, that you it, have to mission it. I'm saying that like it you want moves. To. It, it, moves it changes you. something to where you can't you can't not mission it, right? So that was the point with like, the TV show or a movie or whatever, or like I'm thinking of the, yeah, the book, what do you do with an idea? Do you know how many people I have made sit on my couch and me read them this children's book? Because it is the gospel. That's really cool. 
Is it? I don't think it's cool, but I do think that it like <laughs> illustrates right. this that point. Is, that is Barrett Mahoney's style. <laughs> that is just, that's what, so I think that we, um, that conversion is, it's a deep turning back to, um, to God. And it's not even turning back. It could just be a turning to, right? That it's, it doesn't, cause it, it's, it's a first time thing. And I think it always is more like, cause we shouldn't, ah, see, this is the thing. I don't think that conversion should be trying to recapture something we had mm-hmm. i think it always goes deeper yes right? i don't want to convert just back to what i was um as if i've i was this is why maybe i don't like the word reversion like mm-hmm. if i need to revert then i never had it in the first place and so therefore i need conversion i just need conversion in a different way or from different things but it's daily conversion and it, it's deepening those roots right if, if it's a daily conversion then the seed's already been planted and it's just like a different thing growing, but it's all from the same thing. Right. You know, like if it's like, I don't like, I don't know if you sum up, you know, the gospel, it's that like you're made for this really like, just like the whole point, like I'm made for this relationship with God from that relationship is where my identity is going to come from. And that's how I'll learn how to live my life in the way that God made sure that all of, or like not made sure, whatever that he like, that it happened is through Jesus Christ becoming human so that I, like, knowing that I would fall, knowing that I would, you know, oh my gosh, what did I say that was too heretical? That you're no, it's not, it's not face? heretical. Stop being so self-conscious. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily, I think that we should put on another note <laughs> to talk about whether or not that is the whole point of the gospel. Well, I'm getting there that we're made for to like live in the Trinity. Cool. I'm totally cool with you saying that. I don't know if that's the case. So we should talk that one out. Here's the thing, folks. Can you edit this then? Because I'm a little no little feisty. No, no, no. It's great. <laughs> um, here's the thing, folks. Bear and I, this is why we're going to be such a great team on this. See, Julia and Sheila are awesome. And I love podcasting with Julia and <laughs> Sheila. But there's a lot of... Um, they're not feisty. Barrett's feisty. <laughs> and um, Barrett and I usually will seem to disagree, but really agree. And yeah, so it's a regular true. refrain in our conversation to say, I think we actually are agree. You do have to say it. You're the one who says that. I don't I point say it out. Yeah. But we I just th- use different language because you've been, you know, I've, I've been formed mostly by, you know, some more f- worldly like things. And you've been formed by the knack. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been born. Okay, maybe. Yep. That, <laughs> that we could say that I don't think the knack is the core of my formation, but you I know do, what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I think that I've been formed in a more Thomistic tradition and you've been formed in a more personalist tradition. Mm. And I think that that would be a great thing for us to um, to butt talk head. about yeah. and butt heads about because I think that we agree on the fundamental principles, but you express it from a personalist point of view and I express it from a Thomistic point of view. And I think that that is... Which right there is us saying the same thing and agreeing, but it sounds like we disagree. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we actually agree. Um, so, <laughs> And then maybe you'll convert to Thomism or I'll convert to personalism. We'll figure it out. That just makes me sound like such a millennial. What, that you're, you're a personalist? It's all about you. <laughs> it's, well, the whole gospel is about that I was made for a relationship. Uh, well, no, th- I mean, it's every person. Yeah, we're going to do a different podcast on that because we're going on 40 minutes now because <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> I think that um, what we may just have to do is plan on recording for an hour and a half or two hours and then chopping it into different bits <laughs> and just being like, okay, we'll be back next week and then we'll just keep talking and we'll just like chop it. We're going to turn into the Catholic stuff you should know, guys, who then like, they're like, we just ran out of banter because 
you know, we're recording four podcasts right now instead of just one. Right. Yeah. No, there'd be no, there'd be no banter um, because we wouldn't, we just would have. This continued. whole thing is banter. We're bantering right now. I, th- I think that we're actually just bantering. Oh, well, we banter about good topics because we don't do cheap um, sugary banter. This we, is not we, Moscato. No, no. We are definitely, we are Chateauneuf de Pop banter. Our banter is like high end. Mm, yeah. Well, anyway. And uh, if we're staying American, then it's that Napa Valley 2012. Yeah. Who would want to stay American when you're going for wine? All right. Anyway, <laughs> with that, um, Barrett, we this is a sign of good things to come. <laughs> and so let's. Um, we did it. We did it. Air high five COVID. Well, oh, I wanted the high fiving noise. So, oh. Hey, Sheila, Julia or Wax Zayner, can one of you edit a high five? back there all right let's let's try a real high five and then we'll just go sanitize. no covid now i don't want to yeah no it. it's yeah. true okay better off let's try to see what we could edit in probably not um all right well anyway um this has been a lot of fun and congratulations so, if you made it this far if you made it this far uh my condolences <laughs> congratulations and condolences um and we will try to do better next time so pray for <laughs> us pray pray much for us although it, we probably would have already recorded the next one so maybe like in three or four it'll be better anyway from uh from st francis catholic i'm father casey i'm barrett mahoney god bless <laughs>